My name's Will DeFreeze, and this is the Sunday Scaries Podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. There's a lot to love about the holiday season. Boozy cocktails with nutmeg or cinnamon sprinkled on top, time off of work, the ability to finally wear those winter clothes you bought on sale over the summer. But with the good comes the difficult, and for me, that's everything surrounding gifts. Whether it's sorting through what to buy for loved ones or simply trying to figure out what to put on a list of my own, I always seem to give myself the gift of anxiety instead of anything else. So who better to bring into the studio than a person whose taste I admire and respect than our in-house style correspondent, Barrett Dudley. Barrett, welcome back to the program. Uh, how's it going? Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. When I thought of somebody, I, ca- I kind of am just using you here. I just want your ideas so mm-hmm, I can put mm-hmm. them on my list and not have to worry about anything for the rest of the holiday season. Well, it's a lot of pressure to live up to. Um, so I, I hope that I've that I've got some good stuff for you and for, for your listeners out there. But um, I think I've got a good mix. It's 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 kind of a variety of stuff. Some of the stuff is, is are, are, are items that I own and I think would be would make good gifts. Others are items that I have on my own wish list. And then there's kind of some stuff that I would personally give. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of all over the map there. But um, Are you a good gift giver? Yes. It's tough to say. I, I, I'm sometimes a good gift giver. But, you know, I, the host of Club Cool, I, I, I love clothes, all these type of things. My gifts are not always the most sentimental. I'm okay. more better at figuring out something that you would love to have and giving that to and giving that to you. And mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm I'm good about being low key and kind of under the radar with it. Like I don't need your list yeah. to know what it is that you want. Um and and it's kind of a have you ever have you and Sally ever explored like your your love languages? Yes. So we actually did it very we did it like before we even started dating. Like we did the the New York Times uh, questions uh-huh. like the 23 questions to fall in love with somebody and we just we really we knew that we were we liked each other a lot, but we were like, sure. you know what, let's just do this for fun, and it ended up kind of working. So did did either of you have like gift giving or gift receiving uh, as one of your your love languages? Yes, and I believe it was, it. I think that I considered. I think that I considered myself to be someone who likes giving gifts as a way of showing my lo- like love language, mm-hmm. but I don't think that I require gifts in order to feel sure. that I'm loved. Yeah, so uh, I. The very first time that I ever did the the love language quiz and and test and all that stuff, I had it as one of mine. Mm -hmm. And it's essentially been beaten out of me (laughs) (laughs) because the the way that like I do like to get items, like Mm -hmm. material goods that I've had my eye on or that I've thought about or stuff that I really like I can't quite pull the trigger for myself. Yeah. But it's it's not one of my significant other's love languages, and so we give gifts in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of come around to a to a, a little bit different of a thought process, where like I, it's almost like because I know I'm not just going to get stuff all, that's on my list necessarily, mm-hmm. that I, I've gotten a little bit better about like the sentimentality and like d- doing stuff that's not just hey here's an item, here's a fancy pair of shoes or like whatever it may be. Although I still do include that type of stuff on lists and occasionally in my in my gift giving repertoire as well. See, I'm just I'm notoriously bad at giving gifts. I I give gifts late. I will not <laughs> think about I won't think about it until like December 22nd when mm-hmm. things can't even ship out in time. Um, Sally and I have a really bad habit of getting very excited about gifts that we get each other and we end up giving each other gifts early. And with Christmas we try to hold things back, but even then it doesn't really even work. And so we always find ourselves just being so excited to give each other something that it's like, all right, let's let's just do it now. It's going to be more fun. <laughs> Our lives are going to be more fun if we have this gift in front of us. And so finally, now that we're married, we finally decided all gifts wait till Christmas. All gifts wait till birthdays. Okay. All gifts have to wait. And even though it was fun doing that, it, it feels much more better and wholesome and like kind of more in the spirit of the season to actually get the gift on the day rather than just making it like super material and being like, oh, I can't wait to get this random material item that right. I'm going to forget about in a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the, the, I, Laura and I both have November birthdays, so we just kind of went through the, the first round of holiday gift giving. And I, I was very excited about what I got her for her birthday, and it's actually on this list, so we'll, we'll get to it, and I'll, I'll make sure that I mention it. But it showed up, and I was like, "So, do you just want to like open the box? Yeah, open it, <laughs> open it right now. Come on." And she was like, "No, no, no. You have you have to wrap it and then wait till my birthday to give it to me." So, so that was actually, and that again, like that was more difficult for me because I just wanted, yeah, I just wanted her to open it. Mm-hmm. And so it's you know, it, gift giving is fun, and um, 
you know, getting gifts is also fun. Well, Barrett and I have listed out some items on our list. I like Barrett said he might already own these things and think that it's a good gift. We're going to start off with some more general gifts. Okay. And then we're going to take a quick ad break and then we'll hop into the more style driven stuff. Okay. And so I'm going to, I'm going to give the floor to you for the first gift to put out there. All right. And then, and then after you, maybe I'll toss one in. Okay. So I'm going to start with a, with a classic gift, but I'm going to frame it up in, in a way that maybe you haven't thought about. Okay. I'm calling this gift the grown up OU cooler. Okay. And this is a reference to, to like a, to a, to a date event in college at the University of Texas. And I assume at the, at OU as well, where, uh, the guys in fraternities invite a girl to go on the Texas OU weekend trip with them. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, there are big cocktail parties and a black tie event on Saturday and like a big bar tabs and bus rides and hotel stays and everything. And so uh, although this practice is maybe a little dated and, and, and antiquated or, or, or backwards in, in some regards, since it is 2020, it's still really fun. And mm-hmm. the practice here is that the, the girls bring along and decorate a cooler filled with like all the alcohol that you could imagine. Yeah. And now this skews typically the, towards college uh, tastes. So you have as, a bunch of well. Kentucky gentlemen in there. So, and stuff so like the that. so the upgrades are from like it's instead of Kentucky Deluxe, it's Jim Beam. Yeah. Instead oh, of beautiful. instead beautiful. of Miller Lite, it's Shiner Buck. Wow. But I I like this idea because you know I'm sure that you've bought a bottle of wine and brought it over to a house party. That's great. But if you know somebody well and you know their tastes, you can make giving alcohol a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. With like a mix and mash of 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 stuff that you think they might really enjoy, but maybe like aren't considering them for themselves. So I know like you and I are, are both big fans of uh, of winter warmer beers. Mm-hmm. I just cracked the first one this oh, week. I always, the, whenever I'm in the in the beer section during yeah. the winter time, I always think about you because I'm like, oh, should I text Barrett that we got some isolation <laughs> yes, ale over yes, here? Totally, totally. So um, there's one that I like. I have in the fridge now that's uh, the Deschutes Jubilee. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you know that somebody really likes craft beers and they like winter stuff or they like IPAs, you can do a six pack. Nice bottles of wine. Um, you know, hit up Total Wine. Like, go for something that everybody knows, like Camus or Prisoner yeah. or Nickel and Nickel. Um, something fancy from like the gin aisle, like uh, like the Botanist or Plymouth. Mm-hmm. And you can put together like essentially like a nice little basket, a nice little creation of kind of you know, higher end stuff and, and you can get away, you can end up with a really nice gift for the price of like one sweater. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And this is something that they can, that, that, that you enjoy for a while. It's not just like, it, you keep coming back to the, to, to the bottle of alcohol or the beers in the fridge or, or you share the bottle of wine with friends and family. So it's, it's kind of got the holiday, the holiday spirit. It's also great to receive alcohol on Christmas because it takes the pressure off of like what you should be drinking that day. Mm-hmm. If you get a nice bottle of whiskey, you know that at dinner you might be able to pour up that nice whiskey and just put it back and you can have it for the long term. But it's just nice to take the pressure off of like the, the Christmas Eve uh, beer run that you do to the store to go get like a bunch of stuff that's already sold out. And it, it's just nice to have that on on the table. for Yeah, you. absolutely. I also have a, 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 I guess, alcohol driven one. And this is something that I want that I don't have. And this is just a, a nice upgraded wine key. Something in my life that I hate investing in is bar stuff. I don't drink enough around the house to have a bar cart. I have a liquor cabinet that's filled with a bunch of things that look like I've had two drinks out of them. (laughs) And the thing that I drink the most around the house is wine. And unfortunately, and I think this pretty much everywhere I've ever lived, the wine key situation is always dire. It's always like something that somebody dropped in like a gift bag (laughs) at a corporate event or something like that. There's always been a a very generic logo on the side of my wine key. Sure, yeah. And so finally I've decided, I think I need a wine key in my life. And what I I used to work at a high-end retail store called Huzzah, H-U-Z-Z-A, in, in my hometown, Harbor Springs, and we sold a bunch of these. And the one that I picked out is still far too much, but it is a French brand called Fontenille Pateau. And <laughs> you can get your initials on it. You can choose the different bones, the different things like that. And what I really like about it is that the the customization that you can do on it because it's all handmade. And so you could have, what's your middle? Are your your Barrett? Barrett is my middle name, but James is my first. James name. Barrett Dudley. Yeah. I knew I knew it was something like that. But just having that kind of, it's tasteful enough that it's not like you know just blatant. Sure. And I just think it'd be a very nice gift that I would probably have for a very long time. You're not losing wine keys anywhere. I I, I like this. I, I like that you have this on your list for a variety of reasons. Um, but first and foremost is that this is the only 
tool and device that I like to open wine with. Yes. And it's the most and I that probably goes into the fact that I know that I know that it's the most difficult. Mm-hmm. There are people that will not open like I know people that are like you open this. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not risking messing up that cork with a wine key. Like give me the thing where you twist it in and then you pull both arms down mm-hmm. or give me one of the fancy new electric ones that they sell. I I like, I mess up I'm more okay, I'm with the okay electric with those, than I do with anything else. But the, a classic wine key is what I prefer. It makes me feel classy. It makes me feel like I'm opening a like like a like a, a server at a really upscale restaurant yep. is opening the bottle of wine for me. Yeah. So it's it's great. Um, it, it there's actually I'm sure you're familiar with the the uh, the mood board slash brand Jound with four J's. Oh yes, I have I have one article of clothing from them, and that's all I can afford. So I, it's not a brand that. It's right in the realm of things that are straight up my alley, mm-hmm. and I don't get it. I do not get. <laughs> I do not understand it. I don't understand why things sell out. I do not understand the whole vibe, like that. Everything is. It's so. It's so basic that it's like it's just missing me somehow. I I agree with you. But there was a. They had a wine key recently, and it was the closest I've ever been to purchasing something from Jown. Yeah, I never even know how to say the name of the brand. I They had an oatmeal sweater or sweatshirt one time, and I thought to myself, if there's ever a time to buy something from these guys, it's right now, and I, <laughs> I bought it. Um, but yeah, it, with wine keys, you just, you know what you get. And like I said, you're never going to lose it because it's probably never going to leave the drawer that you're keeping in or the bar cart that you're keeping it on. If you're losing it, it's going to be when you're moving or something. Yeah. And so it's something that you can have for a very long time. The one that I found was 189 euros, which I don't think Sally's going to pull trigger on that. So I would accept a much cheaper, uh, less expensive version. But I think just having a nice upgraded one as opposed to the flimsy one uh, would be good. I became much more privy to opening wine that way as opposed to using an electric thing because I was when I was 19 years old, I was a waiter at a restaurant that had a very deep wine cellar. There you go. And when everybody that ate there would usually have a glass of wine or a bottle of wine... And pretty much my first day, it was like, well, you better get good at opening <laughs> wine because if you're if you're going to bust open a $150 bottle of wine for someone's lunch and like a lot of your tip rides on that, it does. you it don't want to ruin it. <laughs> and so I, I told myself like immediately, I was like, well, you need to just buy some cheap wine and start opening them and pouring them as if you're serving people. What do you got next for us, Barrett? Okay, uh, I'm gonna keep it in this same uh, th- this same realm of, uh, of, of imbibing beverages, that type of thing. So uh, we're all at home far more than we ever were. Uh, I'm sure that got a lot of coffee drinkers out there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, in, the, in, the, in the new normal, as it were, in these uncertain times, as our, our friend Dave would say, um, it's no longer just like grabbing the coffee pot, pouring it in your Yeti, and like driving off to the office and, and enjoying your uh, slightly metallic tasting cup of joe. Yes. Right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a little more relaxed. Every morning is a little bit closer to a Saturday or Sunday morning. You can take the 10 minutes. Because you can take a little bit of time prepping your coffee. You do get to drink it out of your favorite mugs. Mm -hmm. And so um, I I have typically been a, I I get beans at like Central Market or Whole Foods or HEB or wherever, and I just grind them right there on the spot, take them home, throw them in the the coffee pot for the week. I got my coffee for the week. That's what I do. But if you talk to Anybody that that knows anything about coffee and even like sort of considers themselves a coffee buff, they say that you have to grind your own beans. Oh, if if you tell a coffee buff that you grind your beans at the grocery at the gr- store, yeah. they will jump down your throat. Yes. And I learned that the hard way. Yeah. And I, I really enjoy coffee. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. And so I, I have had on my list, like, I don't know why I don't have this yet. It's been in my Amazon basket for like eight months now, but it's the Barazza Encore conical burr grinder this one is the one that's been recommended to me like the most Mm -hmm. basically um it's right about 140 bucks which is actually on the low end for for some of these they can get so expensive burr grinders uh and so you know as far as gifts go it's not like outrageously expensive Mm -hmm. and this is apparently like the best bang for your buck it also comes in white this is something that's going to sit on your counter most likely. Mm-hmm. And I think the white just looks like really Italian, really cool and really polished. And and so it's a, not only is it something that you'll use essentially every morning, but it'll be kind of a nice, cool, cool looking addition to the kitchen as well. I'm looking so at it now and I'm, I'm th- a fan. This is, for, this is for the coffee drink in your life, especially somebody that is is kind of like right on the verge, right on the cusp of, of becoming like, you know. A real, a real coffee guy, a real bean guy, real, just a, a classic <laughs> bean guy. Yeah, for me, coffee, or girl, 
Coffee or, or is a girl. great gift or just something to do with coffee is a great gift. And you're totally right, especially during these like weird times when we do have extra time in the morning. I like to spend that extra time. Like I've been incorporating a lot more tea, but I've started to get more into coffee as in the last couple months. And it, it is something that I need to upgrade. I'm currently just using my, uh, what's it called? The little contraption that you- Like the French press? Yeah, but it's not that to, one. Oh, the, to, to grind? No, I don't- we gr- I'm a grocery store yeah, grinder. Yeah, grocery store. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so I'm just, using, store grinder. I'm just using- a, I'm just using all, our Aero Press to all, all the, the GSD, GSGs yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and I'll, I'll just add that, like, uh, I, I talked about the alcohol. You can kind of do a package gift. Same here, or just, like, alternative as a stocking stuffer. I don't know about you, but, like, when we're when, when uh, whenever I'm on a trip, um, I love co- checking out the local coffee shops, like, mm-hmm. finding, like, a local joint. So whether it's uh, just a place in, t- in your own local town that you like or somewhere that you visited, you can add, like, a personal touch by bringing in some fresh beans from a coffee shop that you visited mm-hmm. or one that you know and love at home. And that's, that's a, you know, it's just a good way to support the coffee shops, uh, especially right now who are a little lower on business than usual. I like that sentiment. When sometimes if we're on vacation somewhere, I like to just go on Instagram, hop on there, look for a coffee shop near us. And it's kind of just a good starting point for the day. It gets you out. It gets you getting something to drink. You're not using the, the, whatever it is in the, uh, in the hotel room that they have like a. whatever the pod system is that they have these days. It is a nice thing. And yeah, getting some, uh, some high-end coffee from a coffee shop people are going to remember that my next one bear i don't know if you're going to like this or not i don't know i don't know why you would dislike it (laughs) this is something i hate it i've been wanting this something like this for a very very long time i referenced a store that i used to work for and we sold one there it was always on my list of things that i should have bought at discount before I, i left and unfortunately i never did and this is a bedside table carafe set sally and i have finally upgraded our bedside tables we've been operating pretty much under college rules for the last way too long and mm-hmm. we've had pretty crappy bedside tables so finally we've told ourselves and they actually arrived tomorrow that we're going to upgrade our bedroom and have some nice bedside tables with wow. some actual space drawers where we can put things so our dog's just not eating it and what i'm describing here some people might not be aware that this is actually a thing because i didn't know it was a thing until we started selling it but it's essentially just a bottle of water with a glass that fits snugly on top of it so you don't get dusty water in the morning yeah yeah and the fact that I don't have one at this point is crazy because <laughs> the amount of times that – the amount of Yetis that I just have littering my bedside table is outrageous. And it just makes me feel like I'm not a mature human being. And I think that having this on my bedside table would really just make me feel a little a little more together. And it would – I don't care if water's cold when I'm, at, when I'm parched at night or when I wake up and, like, hungover in the morning. I just want some water in my system. And so I found – what I think is a very acceptable one that's on sale at West Elm for nineteen dollars and sixty cents. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. This 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 is a gift that you don't have to spend a ton of ton of money on. No, and it still looks good. And it's it's kind of a and it, it kind of feels like an unnecessary indulgence. But at the same time, it it just would be a nice little upgrade to the the bedroom. Yeah, you will. I definitely need this more than anybody I know. Like, <laughs> you, you, I think you probably have the place. That's closest to like looking like a CB2 ad at all times. Thank you. And and the fact that 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 it could be you know that that scene could be interrupted by by a you know by a metallic yeti instead of a instead of a beautiful carafe. Sally is not a fan of my yeti. (laughs) It's kind of disappointing. What I've dubbed Um, the heady yeti, which just has (laughs) stickers all over it, she is not a fan of that. And so I think this might be something that she might actually get me, which I'm quite excited about. Yeah. uh, So. On our two bedside st- uh, bedside tables, you will find one of these on Laura's side, and you will find this big, ugly blue Yeti on there my side. Go. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> what else you got? Um, okay. So, uh, I'm going to move on here to a gift that is specifically for a girl, for all the male listeners. Um, if you're looking for something that is like, you need something expensive, but you but you don't know where to go on clothes and bags. You need a home run. You need a surefire thing. This is it. It's the Dyson Airwrap. Um, there, there are some companies out there mm-hmm. where the gear, where the product lives up to the expectations and to the brand name and to the premium price. When we talk about clothes, Patagonia is one that kind of comes to mind. It's mm-hmm. like, you get what you pay for here. You yep. never have to worry. Dyson is one of those brands for me. 
whether it's like the, the the hair devices or the blow dryers or the vacuums or whatever else, like they don't miss. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why the products never go on sale is because they don't have to put them on sale. The second they actually put one of their vacuums on sale, <laughs> Sally bought it like within seconds. Yeah. And so yeah. now we have the nicest vacuum that they offered at one point. I'm sure there's upgraded ones now. But when she bought it, I was like, why are you, why are we spending this much on a vacuum? She's like, they are never on sale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the, uh, you know, the hair tools is the same thing. They're very famous for their little, like, uh, the little cylindrical looking hair dryer thing, which mm-hmm. doesn't even have like a nozzle. Uh, th- this is the new version of that, that it's specifically like for long hair. It is all the things wrapped up in one. It is like a straightening iron. It's a curling iron. It's the blow dryer. It's the whole kit and caboodle. And I- I'll just say this. If your girlfriend or your wife doesn't have one of these, I promise you it's on her radar like it's something that she has wanted at some point in her life but it is kind of stupid expensive especially if your uh if your knowledge of hair dryer hair dryers extends to like looking at the 25 dollars con air and cvs like Mm -hmm. under the uh you know herbal essences shampoo Mm -hmm. i'll just tell you like the the first time that i spent a chunk of change on a hair dryer i was like oh because the the things that you're used to buying are like what you get in a hotel room. Yeah. And they literally, they're worthless. They yeah. don't do anything. They, do they just fry to your actually, hair? To, well, to actually dry your hair, you would sit there for 45 minutes. Yeah. It, you're quicker to just like towel dry and then stick your head out the window. That's essentially so, what I do. So, so good hair dryers are really expensive, but they are one of the things that are that's are well worth it, whether you're a guy that's like looking to up your, you know, your grooming game or you want a really nice gift for a female in your life. And this Dyson Airwrap, it's uh, it, especially if it's like not on the li- on 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 somebody's list, it would be like a really like a big wow gift. I think like yeah. oh my god, it's this thing. All my favorite bloggers have this. I cannot wait to uh, to use this and and uh, and and create new hot styles just like Derek Zoolander for my uh, for my hair. One of the trademarks of getting or receive or giving gifts is that. It's a good gift if it's something that you never want to buy for yourself. Yes. Because of the price. Yep. And if if I gave this to Sally and I, I don't, she might even have. I don't even know if she has one of these at this point. I'd have to do some investigating. But I guarantee that if she doesn't have one, that it would just be one of those things. that's like, oh my god, I've always wanted to get this, but I've never wanted to bite the bullet. It, if if I were a you know a person with long hair that wanted to use this, there's no way I would buy it for myself. Yeah. It's far too expensive. But it's, this is what I got Laura for her birthday, and I think it went over really well. So. Um, to tonight, it's a it's one to have on the radar out there. Do you have anything else on here that would not be directly related to style or fashion? Right uh, now? I do not. No. Okay. In that case, let's hear from somebody that you should be aware of this holiday season because I have to say, if you're looking for a gift for a, a gentleman out there. This might be the thing for you. Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads from the temperature dips, Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every single month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From styling, grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. And right now, there are about a dozen different boxes that I have my eye on. Barrett, I know that you have, you have your eye on some Box of Awesome stuff. Couldn't have had a better sponsor for uh, for this podcast here. Um, yeah, I've I've got the new boxes pulled up, and we're talking about wine keys. We're talking about alcohol. There's mm-hmm. some great looking boxes. Parlor, you get like two great looking old fashioned glasses plus a whiskey decanter. Um, you know, there's there's there, there's something to do with cigars. I, I don't actually know if it includes cigars. Yes, it does. Six premium cigars. That just is screaming holiday. Tonight. Sounds great. You know, we got to be outdoors, social distancing anyways. Might Why not? A cigar. Stogies? Yeah. Sure. Count me in. <laughs> <laughs> they also have a, a box called Soothe and one called Revive, which essentially are just panic room, like, staples. And so th- to get started, all you have to do is take a quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up. You can skip a month. You can cancel any time. And each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. To get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com, you enter promo code SCARIES at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code SCARIES for 20% off of your first box. Let's go to the fashion side of things. Okay. Barrett, you've got more items than me, so I'm going to defer to you once again. Okay. All right. Um, let me let, let me pick here. Let me, let me think. Okay. So... Um, 
on Club Cool recently, both via Instagram at Club Cool Pod and uh, on the show, we've had some discussions around house shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been borne out because it's finally getting a little bit of colder here. We've had a nice, uh, nice cold snap, if you will, this week. And my Uggs, which are like 10 years old, and the dog keeps ch- stealing the, the shearling liners out of them and chewing them up. And it's just, it's just time. It's time for new house shoes. And so I, I had people on Instagram send in, I mean, no joke here, probably 100 different options. Oh, I need, I they, need to access to And your... then they just kept rolling in on like the Discord and on DMs and like everything in between. And I'm getting targeted by 14 different brands trying to sell me house I shoes. It. I love it. And so... I think I've fa- I think I've I don't have these yet, but but I'm narrowing in on what I think I'm going to upgrade to, what I'm going to replace my my old ass Uggs with, and there's no shearling at all. I'm going with Danish design here because Ooh. everybody knows that they design stuff the best, and I think I'm going with glare ups. Okay, are you familiar? I was not familiar until I just Googled them, okay. and I thought to myself, I've seen these numerous places. So the uh, on the fashion scene, mules are in right now anyway. Mm-hmm. Essentially anything with it's kind of like that 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 kind of that slash cut on the back, you just slide into them, yep. but they're, you know, it's m- more uh, more coverage than like just like a slipper. Uh, and glare-ups are all wool, and I, I believe that they're like merino wool, so mm-hmm. a fabric known for its uh, breathability but also warmth. And one of my big issues with house shoes in general is if if there's too much shearling, if they're too fuzzy, look, it's not that cold here ever. No. So my feet are just like in pools of water, pools of sweat it's, if I if I do yes. anything like that. So I really, really like this idea of the glare-ups because I, I think that you're gonna avoid overheating in these things. Plus they make one with a with a rubber sole, which I think is key. Because I want to be able to to take the trash out and go get the dog and, and do the stuff around the house. I don't want these to be exclusively indoor shoes. And then I just think they I, I think they look really sharp. I mean, you know, shouts to Copenhagen. I'm lo- I'm looking at them now, and like the the amount of times that I could use these while letting my dog out numerous times a day is just like I, these would make my life so much easier. As opposed to me just like having to tie my shoes every single time I go outside. I'm not one to hang out at the house with things on my feet. Sure. And that's not because I dislike it, but I just have never owned something that is nice enough for me to be like, oh, this is comfortable as opposed to inhibiting. So I, I think that I'm I'm more – I think that I am in something around the house more because there are now more rooms in my life. Makes there's, sense. There's more traipsing about. Yes. Uh, and so the need for these things, especially when it cools down is, is greater than it, that has, than it has ever been for me. Um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of these things. I remember when I was a kid getting my dad, like a new pair of house slippers Mm -hmm. every couple of Christmases. And there's a lot of options out there. They're like very LL bean and they just all give me like big log cabin vibes. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's, that that's a bad look. It's just the one, it's just, I want something like a little bit you know, more streamlined, a little bit more polished. I want something that if I need to run down the street to go pick up a pizza, I'm not going to feel bad getting in the car with these yeah, on. And, yeah. But I don't want to be wearing like something with like a bunch of shearling popping out of the top. Right. And it's like, okay, this guy clearly <laughs> does not have big plans with his pizza tonight. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, would you forget the uh, the black and red pajama pants to go yeah. along with it's those? Like, right. Problem? It's just like a very. So I'm not saying that that's a that's a bad look. If that's what you're into, those types of house shoes are, are a great gift for you. But I just want something that I think these glare ups are fitting the mold for me. And for for you know like-minded individuals that want something a little bit more, uh, just kind of low-key but still stylish. Understandable. See, my next one is actually somewhat related to this in a way. When Sally and I went on vacation over Christmas last year, we stayed at a hotel and they had really nice robes. They also had some decent slippers that you could just kind of steal from the hotel if you wanted. They were you know you know those nice hotels when they have like throwaway slippers that you can just grab and toss them in your bag if you want to keep them for a yes. little bit. Those are really the only house shoes that I have, and I never wear them because they're so flimsy. But the one thing that has been killing me ever since we went on that trip is that I did not buy a robe from their gift shop. Okay. I have never been a big robe person, and it's because I've just – the only robe that I've ever had is very long. It pretty much goes down to my feet, and that is just not something I need. I like having the hotel robe that goes down above the knees, and it's not too, it's not too long or anything. And the robe at this hotel – was so nice and fluffy. I actually posted an Instagram uh, of myself just chilling in it because I was like, this is my favorite situation I've ever been in. And so 
This year, I finally decided that I'm going to do something I should have done long ago, and that is ask for a robe for Christmas. Uh, I think it was two years ago, Sally and I did a staycation at Hotel Havana in San Antonio. Okay. And at that place, they had very nice robes. And if you've stayed at any of the other hotels from that hotel group, you know that they have kind of a different robe for all these different places. And I got her that robe as a gift. She has gone on record saying that in the history of our relationship, which is approaching six years, that is the single best gift that I've ever gotten her. And I don't even think that it's close. I think that it might be the only good gift I've ever gotten her. And so I have decided that I am asking for a robe from the hotel that we stayed in in England. And luckily for me, I don't know how much robes cost. <laughs> you, like how much how much would you say is a high end robe versus like a normal normal robe? I think that you can probably get like a decent robe for around a hundred bucks. Okay. And then I think that you can also very easily spend three hundred dollars on a robe. So this is where I'm actually happy because based on the hotel we were staying in, it was called the Goring Hotel. Everything they do there is first class, and that is what they are known for. They are known for having the best service. They are known for having just clean everything. You need anything. If you want to call down to their front desk and ask for someone to dry your hair with a Dyson, they will probably go out and buy a Dyson and come up and dry your hair for you. <laughs> I, when, I, when I looked at how much I thought the, this robe would cost, I was expecting a $300 price tag on it. What I found is that it's, it's 65 pounds sterling. Um, $86.92 <laughs> at the current exchange rate. And so I'm, I'm very much hoping to get this gift, mainly because a robe is one of those things that I've never wanted to buy for myself. I've never really known what to do. And the only time that I ever crave having a robe is when I go to a hotel and I see one hanging in the closet and I'm like, I need, I need a robe just like this. And so fingers crossed. I actually tried buying this on their website a long time ago. Uh, they went online with some of their merchandise. And unfortunately... I could not check out on there, so I'm, I, they, I will, they weren't uh, they weren't doing international shipping yet. I guess not. Oh man! And so I, I'm going to need Sally to pull some strings here, but it's really the top thing on my list. You got yeah. If you make a call, if you make a phone call, you're you know you're a former guest. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a hotel that that might be able to make it happen for you. Somehow. Even if I get a robe from somewhere else, I'm going to yeah. be completely fine with that because okay. I just I think having a robe at this point is a necessity for me. It kind of goes along the same lines Absolutely. of you talking about yeah. coffee. Like there's more time spent in the morning of me mulling about just doing random things, maybe doing a little work, maybe tossing on something on the TV real quick. But I spend so much time on the couch doing absolutely nothing on Saturday and Sunday mornings, just wearing like gym shorts and a ratty t-shirt. I think I could rope it up. Yeah. Uh, Just one more quick note here on the robe. I've pulled up, I had, I had an idea, uh, Hotel Havana. It's a bunkhouse, Liz Lambert property. Mm -hmm. Um, The, the robe that you, uh, talk about for sally it's like the serape stripe one yep phil and his wife ashley phil co-host of club cool they both own these there you go uh and have we've talked about it on the podcast nothing but good things to say about about this specific one i think this is the same one that they use at maybe hotel san jose Yes, they have di- they have separate prints, but they are okay. pretty much the same. And I, you can get them online. They they they're not cheap. No, they're not. I was like, and, oh, okay. And it's it's a good thing that you got this one because the Havana one is sold out. So yeah, I I would be lying if I said that during Sally's time of being in school and doing some uh, some long stays in Tulsa, I would be lying if I said that I did not wear her robe sometimes while uh, she was gone. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. You ready for another one from me? I am. I'm gonna be honest. I almost didn't put this on the list. <laughs> Because it's, I, I think it's too cool of a gift, and I, I, I kind of wanted to keep it just like as a secret. But okay. I'm so I'm, but I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it because I think it's awesome. Um, okay, the last time I came on this podcast, I talked about one of my favorite my favorite brands going, which is Bodie in mm-hmm. New York. Uh, the, the you know the girl that started this brand, Emily Bodie, like basically traffics in all thing things heritage and old, and she repurposes quilts and. Uh, vintage dead stock fabrics from the 1930s and beyond, whether they're from overseas or, or right here in the States. And everything is very expensive. Um, so it's not easy to, to, to just get your hands on a, on a piece of body. They can, it's, you know, it's prohibitively expensive. You've got to cough up. Most of the time. One of their hallmarks, one of the things that is kind of like their, their big trademark pieces is the stuff that they call their senior cord mm-hmm. items. And uh, th- this kind of like references the, the the Ivy League days of the 1950s and 60s, where kids at the at the schools in north in, in the Northeast would get these like khaki corduroy pants or jackets or shorts, and then decorate them basically yeah. by Put hand. Patches on, stitching. patches, do drawings, do yeah, you know, all sorts of stuff. 
you can do custom versions of of you can either you know buy the items that they've made uh, in house, or you can do full on custom and like have everything that's designed on these pieces, you know, reference something in your own life. Very cool, very outrageously expensive gifts or or, or items for yourself. But there is a way to get in on this from Bodhi for under a hundred bucks, and they're doing senior cord notebooks, uh, and they are you know bound. Wrapped in corduroy, little books like moleskins. Yeah, there's a small version and a bigger version. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but like I constantly have some type of notebook, whether I'm taking notes for work, whether I'm in meetings jotting stuff down, whether I'm jotting down ideas for a podcast, doing sketch work, like any type of thing. Like I, I feel like almost anybody could use one of these little notebooks. And the big one, the big one, the the eight and a half by seven is sixty eight dollars. Which compa- I just I, w- I just did a little Bodhi research uh, while you were talking here and i, I was surprised not maybe surprised isn't the word but i saw some high prices on there yes. so so 68 dollars getting out of that website ain't bad no and and for no additional cost you get to send an email to Bodhi, giving them three image references that you would like for them to design on your senior cord notebook see that's cool this is cool so you're getting a little custom piece of one of the hottest brands in one of their trademark like looks and designs, essentially one of the hallmarks of the Bodhi brand. And if you want the big, the biggest notebook that they offer, it's it's going to cost you sixty eight bucks plus shipping. And so I really just I I love this idea because really you can give this type of gift for anybody as long as you know a few things about them. Mm-hmm. You know, this is good. This is good. Like See, oh, gotten... you like Springer spaniels, red wine, and uh, and. Oatmeal, oatmeal sweaters, yeah. scented candles. That works, whatever. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I'll, I'll give them three reference images for that, and you're going to get this badass notebook with, like, something that you love on the front of it. See, I love this. I absolutely love this. My, my one hang-up with getting – I've gotten a moleskin from Shinola before as a gift. My one hang-up is that I'm always scared to write in them. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, this paper, this paper is a limited quantity, and if I fill this notebook up with a bunch of crap – then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, man, I just wasted this really nice notebook. Yeah, I feel like – so I feel like when, when – you get this, you use it, and then it goes up onto the bookshelf. Yes. Yeah. You keep right? this for like, a long time. Yeah. It's a it's capsule just... in time of your life at that moment. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love this gift. Um, I'm probably going to have to order one of these before this podcast releases just in case and just in case my mention here makes them sell out all of a sudden. But mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it does. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, yeah, the price is about to go up to $168 after I, you talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, my other gift is actually, in this, it's an accessory. It is something that is gender neutral. And the one that I have listed out here is very specific, but I don't think this has to be specific. But this is an item, again, that I do not want to buy for myself, but something that I've always wanted. And I don't want to say it's something I've always needed, but it's something that whenever I see a nice one, I think to myself, man, I wish I had one of these. And that is a nice scarf. A scarf for me is something that I never used when I was living in a cold weather place. It's never something that has served more function to me than anything because I always managed without one. Being down in Austin, though, and and when it starts to be layering season like right now, I find myself really wanting a scarf. The one that I've listed out is from a new hotel that has become very, very trendy in Scotland. It's called the Fife Arms. Wow. It is an old lodge that they have repurposed into this incredible hotel. Sally was kind enough to allow us to eat, uh, eat dinner there on my birthday this last year. And it was one of the cooler dinners I've ever had. And not just because they didn't do anything outrageously different or anything like that, but you just felt like you were taken care of in a place that was kind of, you know, this, I don't want to say diamond in the rough because you can't really call the, the surrounding highlands the rough, but it's just this very cool little spot. And they have like a custom tartan there. And all I want is just a scarf with that tartan. We went through the gift shop, or we didn't actually get to go through the gift shop because they were closed when we were there. And so we were just peeking through the windows. And all I could think to myself was I should have done it while I was there again, like along with the robe. I had a three-day stretch where I was just missing on purchases, (laughs) but we didn't have any any room in our suitcase. Yeah, yeah. And so whether it's a a scarf from there or it's just from, I don't know, anywhere. If it's from Brooks Brothers, I don't care. If it's from L.L. Bean, it doesn't really matter. But a nice plaid tartan scarf that I can just wear with pretty much anything with, I don't know, pretty much all I wear now is just like subdued earth tones anyway. Sure. And so having something like this, I think it would just, it would, it would mean a lot and something that I can just hang up right on our, uh, our coat rack next to our door, 
And I would think I would use it all the time. Yeah, I, li- I like the uh, a recurring theme here in, in the gifts, whether it's like, you know, coffee from a place that you visited or, mm-hmm. or, the, ro- or the robe from the hotel or the scarf from, uh, you know, from Scotland where you yeah. had a really nice trip. All, all, all of these things like kind of turn these uh, materialistic consumerist items into something that has more meaning and is sentimental. And yeah. that's really the best of both worlds is when you can like pair those two things together, it's right? It's easier to justify purchases, even if they're not outrageously expensive. Like they have a, a cashmere version of the scarf and a wool version. And I, based on my, my very limited scarf research, I don't think that the, the, the wool one is outrageously expensive. I, yeah, I don't think so. And I, I've pulled I've pulled the, the Fife here uh, up and they do offer international shipping. So you, might, you, be, go. you might be in luck here. There you go. I mean, yeah, we were, we were sitting there and I looked over at this painting on the wall and I thought, man, that's, that's a pretty cool painting. And I realized it was a Picasso. And I was like, oh, this place is operating on a whole different level that I didn't know that I could operate on. But it's just, I, I agree with you in, the, in that if I can come up with a gift that has ties to an experience that we had together, it's always going to mean more. And I think that's what, probably why the robe that I got for Sally did so well that one year. Uh, but overall, I don't, I don't have very high maintenance gifts on the fashion side because I don't want anything that I'm going to just use for one season and yeah. then never do again. Well, and, and I, I mean, you, you notice that I don't really have anything super specific as far as fashion goes either here. Mm-hmm. And that's because like clothes are so personal that, that you really like... It, it's basics. It's these. It's these. You know, kind of accessory type items that actually make the most sense mm-hmm. as gifts. It's really hard to buy somebody like, you know, a, a blazer that they'll love, or yeah. like, how are you going to buy jeans? Are already impossible to shop for on your own. Like, how are you going to buy jeans for somebody? You know what I mean? I think I just have. So like, it's as a kid. So as a, as a kid, when when PlayStation twos were released, my dad did something that I think he might regret in hindsight. And he gave me like five games for PlayStation 2. And then after I opened all the games and I had like no gifts left, he was like, well, I got bad news. Your PlayStation's not going to be here until March. <laughs> and being the little piece of shit that I was, I was like, are you serious? How could you do this? Like, uh, I can't even use my gifts. And then he was like, well, it's actually in the other room. And I was going to bring it out and be all nice. And it's like, well, here's your PlayStation 2, you little ungrateful <laughs> jerk. And so I, my, my fear now is I, I never want to give anything to somebody that might not fit them when they open it. Right, or like right. you have, They have to go return or they return for a credit. It's just a nightmare. And I think that's why like a robe or a scarf or something like that, like you don't have to fit into a scarf. Like a scarf is a scarf. Exactly. Do you have any other fashion items? That we um, no. Uh, so I'm, I'm, can I do a shameless plug though? You can. Uh, yes. Look, so, so there, there are a lot of, a uh, lot of, uh, of, of recurring monthly sets out there. Mm-hmm. There's coffee. There's Bespoke Post, obviously a great one. These things have gotten so good that there's a lot of them worth getting. Oh, yeah. Another one that's worth getting is uh, Club Cool Patreon. See, I love this. Now is offering a yearly rate. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay the, you don't have to pay the $2 a month. You're yeah. not going to get one quick foul swoop. You're not even going to notice it. You're going to get a nice little discount. You can give that to somebody. I love and, it. And here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm taking this list. If you like the stuff on this list, and and maybe if Will will agree, I can get his list as well. I will allow it. So I'm I'm gonna drop all the links to these items right on the Patreon. Perfect. So whether you want the the yearly discount or you would just like to pay monthly, this is the type of thing that we do on the Patreon. By the way, we create these little editorials. We mm-hmm. put our best stuff of the you know best stuff of the month out. Well, I'm going to throw these. I'm going to throw this gift guide. I'm going to I'm going to give you the links to make it easy for you right on the Patreon. I love it. I love it. I'm going to shamelessly plug something as well. <laughs> Please do. There's a scented candle set out there made by uh, Vela Box for Sunday Scaries. And I have to say, we have sold a lot of these and I love the reception that we've been getting. There are st- still some left in stock. So if you're out there and I you're actually looking need to for get a very these. simple I, they, gift. They sold out too quickly the first time. I was not able to cop. Yes. We, we re-upped <laughs> and we ordered uh, a significant amount more. But uh, there are still some there. And if you're looking for a gift for somebody that maybe you don't know them that well, maybe it's just like it's somebody that's hard to shop for it's the perfect gift set because it literally arrives and you could just wrap it in wrapping paper and you're done and you get two candles and a wick trimmer for $50 I was just there very impressed by this collaboration as a whole so so you know well done it was fun it was fun and it, it wasn't meant to be something that was for the holiday season but it did so well the first time where it's like well we we need to get some out there yep. for the holiday season 
So, Barrett, I did ask you to prepare one item. You that did. That would be described as a splurge. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> I'm very excited <laughs> as well. And I, I actually think that I talked about my splurge item during the Goop uh, segment that I did on their gift guides yes, a couple yeah. weeks ago. But I'm going to let you start with yours and then I will do mine. So I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, friend of the pod, Gwen, because I did, I did my best to channel her mm-hmm. for this item. And... I thought about, you know, going really overboard and just like putting the link to a Sunseeker 110 foot yacht here. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, that, that was a little too, I I went, maybe thought maybe Jacques Marie May sunglasses, which are going to cost you like a cool $700. Um, But that's too hard to buy. You can't, it's hard to buy somebody a pair of sunglasses. Again, it's one of those things. It's like, I don't know how they're going to look on your face. You can't gift sunglasses. You can't gift sunglasses. Um, Trips to Amangiri, high on my list. Um, And then, you know, I started thinking about how often I use blankets Mm -hmm. on the couch and how I would, this is, it's never going to happen with two golden retrievers in the house. It's just not going to happen. It's not, the thing will get ruined too, too quickly. But I'm, I always, when I see like really luxurious throws and blankets from like double RL or cashmere ones from elder statesmen or, or, you know, or, or, uh, James purse is the brand that, probably has the ones that I like the best mm-hmm. from a looks perspective. Mm-hmm. So I, I went to James Burst's website to uh, to, to kind of check these out. And that's when I stumbled across the best luxury gift I've seen this year. I did not even know this existed until I saw your gift, and I am very excited for this. And look, chess is the hottest thing going in 2020. It- it is. We all watch The Queen's Gambit. People are looking for games to play at home because we're stuck there. And James Purse is offering what I can say with full confidence is the sexiest chess set I have ever seen in my entire life. This is phenomenal looking. <laughs> it is a teak chessboard. It is going to set you back a mere seventeen hundred dollars. Free. It's free. <laughs> and um, the the pieces they they no longer resemble the the knights and the bishops and the kings and the queens that you're These familiar with. These are slightly with. more geometric. They're slightly more geometric, um more modern, you yes. might say. And the uh the, the teak chessboard, it it kind of looks like a disco dance floor uh made of rich mahogany mm-hmm. or, or teak in this case. Uh and look, I'm never going to own this, but I would be lying to you if I said I I didn't kind of want this. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. This is a great gift because this is not, I mean, this would be a great thing to have in your place, not just like as a gift or anything like that, but like you could just put this on a table somewhere and let it sit there until the end of time. Yeah. And it's always going to be a conversation piece of like, oh yeah, this is a pretty I, cool I mean, just, just think about how, how much the undoing would have been upgraded if Donald Sutherland and, and Nicole Kidman were playing chess on this set instead of the, the old the old crappy antique one that they did have. I mean, I'm so glad you brought that show up. I, I've been... Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that show stressed me out so much, and I loved it. Um, but but no, there, it, this is a. It's also a fun gift to talk about. Laura and I talk about a lot of things, like when when we ref, when we are looking at housewares, and there's just some stuff that doesn't belong in the house that 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 we're in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this mm-hmm. is one of those things. Like this is a. <laughs> we need to be further advanced in our careers and in a slightly more luxurious place before we slap down the uh, the $2,000 teak chessboard from James Purse. But it is now. It's logged up here. It's in my mind. And for any of those, any any of you out there that are already in, you know, your forever home and, and, and need something, you just, you haven't quite found the perfect stylistic touch for your study. Well, I found it for you. This is this thing is great. <laughs> I, I I'm jealous that I did not find this first because especially with the Queen's Gambit tie-in and yep. how popular that's been, it's and the quarantine everything. It truly is the perfect splurge gift for this. <laughs> Uh, mine is kind of it's it's similar in that it's a very high end designer's take on something classic that should not cost nearly as much. Uh, when I was on a bachelor party, similar to this chessboard. <laughs> yeah, I was I was on a uh, bachelor party in L.A. and we went to a place in Santa Monica called Bungalow. Have you ever been to Bungalow? I've not. No. Bungalow is. Uh, it's a somewhat famous place, and I don't know if it's famous for the right reasons. It's very sceny. There's a crowd there that is kind of can get a little douchey and overbearing, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily a place that you want to hang out all day. But we showed up very early, which meant that there was no one there. We just kind of got a drink at the bar, hung out for a little bit, played a little ping pong. And then once things started ramping up, we got out of there. But something that I really liked about this place, despite the connotations around it, 
is the design of the actual space itself is just very cool. It's very similar to what I would try to model my future house after. I'm looking through photos now, and it, it's 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 quite eclectic, but very cool. Yes, yeah. it's very eclectic and different. And one thing I really liked, and something that I never thought that I could get clearance for, was hanging skateboards on the wall. Mm -hmm. I have a skateboarding past. I was never very good, but it was something that I was, was truly like obsessed with all through high school, and something that I enjoyed doing. And I still like. I mean, I never do it anymore, but I truly do like riding a skateboard. And just, even if it's just riding on a smooth piece of pavement, I enjoy doing it. Well, uh, noted high-end fashion brand Hermes has a Savannah Dance <laughs> skateboard for a cool $4,425 that was included <laughs> on Goop's gift guide. Oh, man. It says this longboard is the ideal transport for traveling through the urban jungle with hair blowing in the wind or for a leisurely stroll. It combines outdoor sport and mobility equipment and tells the colorful story of Hermes silk scarves. And while I don't think that you should do any of that with it, it is a very cool looking thing that would fit perfectly in bungalow. And Sally actually gave me clearance one day to hang skateboards on our wall if I if I chose to. Unfortunately, we didn't have the wall space, so I'm gonna have to wait until I have a den of my own or an office yeah, or something like yeah. that. But seeing this, it's like, I love it. And it is something that is so outrageously expensive that I could never even have the expectation of having it. I think that I could be better served actually making this from scratch. Like, get it buying the wood and putting together the wood in order to make a skateboard and then painting it. I think I could do it for like, I don't know, a thousand dollars. But it's just something that like is it's just very high end, but it still has like some some roots and an interest of mine that I have liked for a large period of my life. And I I found myself lately after Sally goes to bed, I just start watching like old skate videos from like the early 2000s and stuff. And I just feel this little itch to like get back into the skate culture, even though I'm a 33 year old man who would probably shatter his shin if he tried to get on a skateboard. Now, if you buy this forty four hundred dollar uh, longboard from Hermes, are, are you cruising it? No. I don't think you can. Purely art. I'm a fan of the, the I think you got to wear your high-end sneakers. I don't like the idea of them sitting in a closet or whatever sure. at your place. But when it comes to a $4,000 skateboard, <laughs> I just don't think that you can be hitting rails with that thing. Can, can I read you the, uh, the description quickly from the Hermes website? Yes, you can. This longboard is the ideal trend. I just read this, Barrett. Did you? Yes. <laughs> It's dude for the urban jungle. Yeah, it has like. Oh, I sorry. I thought that was just you talking about the skateboard. No, no. This you're I, right. You did has, just read this. This has no place <laughs> in the urban jungle or on a leisurely stroll. Oh yeah, yeah. It tells the colorful story of the Hermes silk scarves. You did just read this. My bad. My bad. It's okay. I, 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 I think I was, I was searching for the skateboard so I could see it. And I and it, I I just got I got uh, bungled there. But it's yes, okay. the the description here is is. It really sells it, really makes it. Yeah, there's a, just a bunch of dudes buying ties on the Hermes site that are like, you know what? I, I could use a skateboard that costs the same price as a Vespa. It's like, what's the more economical way of getting around? Yeah. Well, Barrett, I really appreciate you coming on. Do you have anything that you would like to plug right now? Yeah, definitely. Go check out the Club Cool podcast. Uh, you know, we do a lot of similar content. Uh, we talk about... The latest and greatest in the in the style and fashion world. We hit on a little bit of pop culture stuff. Um, we talk a little music. Occasionally, we do go into TV and film. We did give a little shout to the Queen's Gambit. We were talking about how much we just loved '60s culture and '60s style recently. So give us a give us a listen wherever you're listening to the Sunday Scaries podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Club Cool Pod, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Barrett Dudley if you would like. And again. If you want to make it easy, I'm going to give you all these links in one place at patreon.com slash clubcool. Perfect. And if you liked what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about the podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. You can also follow along on Twitter at Sunday Scaries and Instagram, which is at Sunday.Scaries. Or you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Will DeFreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. We'll see you next Sunday.